information, interviews, debates, and discussion, plus an occasional rant with Bob Slider behind the board. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Well, look who's coming through the door. I think we've met somewhere before. Hello, love. Hello there. Hello, love. Hi. Where in the world have you been so long? I missed you so since you've been gone. Hello, love. If you went away, we're glad you're back. For Hello, you went away for hours or went away for days. Glad you're here. Make yourself feel right at home. I hope you plan on staying long. Come in love. Sit down, stay for a while. We don't want you to be here with us as long as you possibly can. We're going to be here until 10. Bob Slider and I on the Watchdog Morning Show. 27 degrees right now at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. Let me do a quick check of the Highlands. I didn't check that ahead of time, and that is my error, my fault, my mistake. Um... 27 at the Highlands as well. 25 in my backyard in Elm Grove. And what do you have here? 24. 24 degrees here at the Watchdog Radio Network studio. It's going to be, as you heard Darnell say, a rainy afternoon with a high around 53 today. Breezy tomorrow, partly sunny. A high, though, only around 39. Won't even hit 40 tomorrow. So things uh, things change a bit. 8.10 in the morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Um <laughs> You know, if you want to be a friend of Donald Trump's, don't expect him to be a friend back, right? I mean, don't. Loyalty is just not something that Donald Trump gives to anybody, anybody. There is a website called the uh, Wheeling Alternative. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's an, whoever puts it together has two main functions in life, to criticize the Republican Party. Yay, I'm in with that. And to complain about the Ogden newspaper chain. Eh, I'm not so big about that. But that's their two purposes in life. But they pointed this out to me yesterday in their their story. Um, Shelley Moore Capito, quote, most likely because her son is running for governor of West Virginia. Shelley Moore Capito recently broke her long silence and officially endorsed Donald Trump for president. Yesterday, Donald Trump responded. Shelley Moore Capito, as part of Senate GOP leadership, voted to send billions to Ukraine. She's up. She's not up for re-election this year, but her rhino son is running for governor. MAGA, send a message to Ukraine. First, the rhinos and oppose at Moore Capito in West Virginia. She goes out of her way. She's been very. She's been, you know, silent. She hasn't endorsed or not endorsed Donald Trump. She endorses Trump. And the next day, he calls her a rhino and says, um, "Vote against her son." Yeah, I don't think she's so innocent, though, Howard. I mean, she wants to kind of, like, not support him, but ride on his coattails. I mean, I'd rather her, you know, take a stand, but well, it sounds like she wants to, like, ride the wave a little well, bit. Well, I, I, I don't disagree. I would have preferred she would have taken a stand all along and said, I don't, you know, I think Donald Trump's a danger to our society. But I just, it, it's a typical Trump thing. She endorses him, and then he turns around and says, you know, be sure you vote against her son. It's just... I don't know. That's just that's where we are in America today. You went shopping last night? I did. I did something I, I don't think I've ever done before. You know, it's just a, totally an old man thing because I I just had to get out of the house. I, I had to do something. 
What'd you do? I drove to Walmart and I actually got a buggy and I just <laughs> started in the grocery section and uh, kind of just went through the store. Didn't buy a lot, but uh, man, am I getting old, Howard? Why do you say that? Just because? Well, you're... I never did that before. I don't want to go to Walmart and shop, and I don't have anybody to do it now, well, so yeah. I don't have any choice. <laughs> well, when you, when the cupboard is bare. You got to get some things in it. Well, you know, now I got to be aware on the, are the paper towels dwindling, you know, uh, toilet paper, that that type of thing. That's all on me now, and uh, I guess that's how you do it, right? You just go to Walmart, you get a buggy, and you just wander just, around, just wander around, looking for some sales. Yeah. Get what you need. And I guess you know, I'm not a big biggest Walmart guy out there, but uh, probably the cheapest place. I mean, if you're looking to save a couple bucks, well, it's that's definitely the, the place. It's also the most convenient. I mean. Yes, I know all the arguments against Walmart, and I know why you know unions don't like them, and I, I, I get all of that, and there's valid reasons for that. Walmart's prices are generally the best, and more importantly, you can get everything you want there. You don't have to go to Walmart to get this, and then go to you know Kroger to get this. One stop. To, yeah, I like that. And so, it, it, does it mean I'm lazy? I guess you know. Um, now I have not walked the store by myself for a good while, although. I, I have certainly done that in the past. I've gone up and bought, you know, things. I'll I tell you, probably the times when I did the most when I would have gone to buy some gifts for Nancy. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> but back in the day when I was buying gifts for Nancy, I would have done that. Uh, let's see, a couple of texts off the Frio Stack auction service text line at 304-214-1600. Howard, I heard you say Buku. 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 Did you have French in school? Oui, no. Oui. I did not have French in school. I I, I am a sophisticated man, and I know words like buku, so I use them. I've told you all before, as bizarre as it sounds, and while I stop and think about this, I had two years of Latin in high school, two years of Latin, and four years of Latin in college. You had to have a language requirement. I took Latin. Could have had French, Spanish, something that would be useful in the world. I did Latin. Now, I can read the Aeneid in the original Latin, but beyond that, I don't know what good all of that Latin study well, was. You whipped a little on there earlier this morning. Quit, what was that? Quit, Quit broke Yeah, wall. see, you know your Latin. Well, one of the things that is good about knowing Latin is so much of our language, legal language particularly, but our general language comes from Latin roots, so you can learn a lot of, of words that way. But uh, no, I did not, I did not have uh, French in school. Let's see, Frio Stack, Auction Service text line. Wishing all of the best to the good, hardworking people who are preparing for the annual Lenten fish fries this year. I look forward to that. I like the fish fries. Does that start this Friday? Starts tomorrow. Wow. Today, uh, yeah. Last night was Ash Wednesday. It was a strange day, and I'm going to preach about this this Sunday in my church. Um, it was a strange Sunday, a day of indulgence because it was Valentine's Day, and a night that is. A, a night of abstinence, essentially, beginning Ash Wednesday, two, the two combined together in one day. So, yeah, last night was Ash Wednesday, and uh, Lent begin, is underway now, and the, the Lenten fish fries begin uh, from the texter uh, uh, waiting, wishing all the good people a uh, uh, successful Lenten season, including the wonderful folks at Our Lady of Seven Dollars in Tridelphia. That's where I go. Is that where you go? I do. Um I believe, and McCabe, you can, if you're listening, just text me and tell me I'm right. I think the newspaper this year is doing a pick your favorite fish fry. They have a little contest, you know. You can go online and vote for your favorite fish fry here in the Upper Ohio Valley. So I think I'm right about that, and you can do that. Uh, let's see. Yes, I have gotten several 
I've gotten several texts about this, and we'll take it up tomorrow probably on the Friday roundtable. Uh, this is one of a couple just came in. 900 jobs to be impacted following the news of the Weirton tin mill being set to, uh, is now set to idle. Uh, and that is true. And several of you have texted me about that. Some of you have texted me a huge amount of material about that. It is indeed true that Weirton Tin Mill has said they're going to have to lose, uh, shut down or idle um, because the International Trade Commission, I think it was, did not rule in their favor. Um, it's a little bit complicated for the average person, but we're going to talk about that tomorrow. Several of you have sent me info on that, and I do appreciate that. I want to thank you for doing that. Uh, okay, and we we're talking yesterday about the fact that I my number of steps is so small, you know, I only, when I check my steps on my iPhone. Howard, I think you take more bites a day than you do steps. So. More bites than steps. More bites than steps, <laughs> exactly. So there you go. Uh, that's, uh, that's the story, my friends. 817 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. 27 at the airport, 27 at the Highlands, 25 in Elm Grove, and 24 here at the Watchdog Radio Network. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On the Wednesday edition of the show, we'll take a look back at the Mounters basketball game with Kansas State in Morgantown. Jeff Erickson from Rotowire drops by. We'll take a look at the biggest stories in technology over the last seven days. And Tom Bragg joins me in studio at 5 o'clock to talk about the Marshall Thundering Herd and more. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, interrupt, and our question of the Metro day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. Whether you're a flooring professional or a DIYer, the Flooring Center is here to help. Offering over 50 brands of the best carpet, vinyl, ceramic tile, hardwood, and laminate, the Flooring Center in Wheeling has all of your answers. With generations of experience, their flooring professionals offer full design and drafting on-site for your convenience. Competitive prices on material and installation allows them to work with any budget. So stop in today. The Flooring Center in Wheeling. Better floors better prices. When deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands. With a full array of fast food choices for everyone in the family. Or drop in at the Olive Garden, Cheddar's, Bubba's Burgers, Bob Evans, Fusion, or Panera Bread. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands, dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Live from the Robinson Auto Group Studios in the heart of the Ohio Valley, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. It 
is 8-20-20 after the hour here, Watchdog Morning Show. It is a Thursday morning edition. Tomorrow with us, as I mentioned, state, uh, not state, U.S. Senator Joe Manchin uh, is going to be with us in the 9 o'clock hour of the show talking about uh, border security, some of this uh, national security issues. I do want to ask him about his decision to decide for, uh, uh, to support Roe v. Wade as a codified law of the land. And... Um, Bob, should I even ask him, is he running for president or are we just, is that just, are we running out of that, that issue? I mean, is it like when he's ready to tell us, we know what he's going to tell us. One of these days he's going to let it slip or just come right out and say, Howard, yes, I am. Yes. You know, I mean, unless yes, he, yes, yes. Unless he's decided to make this the, the place where he's going to make this big announcement. I'm also saying, why, why bother to ask him? I don't mean this in a bad way. We know what he's going to say. Well, you know, I think all options need to be kept open, and if, if the people need me, I'm available, but I hope that... I mean, that's what he's going to say. Why bother to ask the questions you know the answers to? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. We heard a call earlier from, uh, was it Bill? Bob in New Jersey? Bob in New Jersey. Bob in New Jersey. And our friend Alan from Neffs, who is never in Neffs, <laughs> he's world traveling, uh, sends me a note. Howard, I heard the New Jersey listener call. I'm in Atlanta listening this morning. Uh, Alan listens literally around, around the world when he is on his. Um, uh, he does a lot of marathons and running and walking all he, around. The he's world. everywhere. He, he's everywhere. He's everywhere, and he um, and he listens wherever he goes. So again, we said earlier, a lot of people listen pretty much everywhere, um, and I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, I'm going to check this here, Rick, make sure before I read this whole thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> I invited Randy Chamberlain to come back with us again. Randy, of course, wrote the book, um, the collection of, of columns from the, the Moundsville Echo about uh, Around the Mound. Very, He sold a lot of them during Christmas time. Very popular book. Uh, I think probably because he was on the show a couple of times. That's probably what sold that. That helped, Howard. Um, but I, he's working on another edition now, second edition of Around the Mound, more just sort of little short, crisp memories of Moundsville. So I invited him. I said, let's, why don't we from time to time pick one or two things to talk about in the old days in Moundsville and everywhere to come back? And I just got a response back, and he said, yeah, he'd be happy to come on and do that. Uh, I, I thought we'd talk about, I read an article, one of the pieces in Mounds, uh, Memories from the Mound about um, filling station. Remember the old-fashioned filling station, the old one? They were actually filling state when they were actual service stations. Yeah, a person would walk, mostly men would walk up to your car. You'd roll down your window and you'd either say three, four, fill her up, check the oil. Right. And How they, you doing, Fred? They would open the hood and they would check the oil. They would wash your windows. Remember, I'm, I'm sure that half of you are too young. To, I mean, half of you have your jaw dropping. No, that never happened. Surely it didn't happen. Now you pull up, get out, pump your own gas, put a card in the machine. Where does it money. still happen, Howard? Um, help me with the name of the station up in uh, Tridelphia. Well, I was thinking statewide. I believe it's a, it's a state law in the oh, state in New of Jersey. New Jersey. I, there, that's for you, Bob. Yeah, that's uh, right, Bob. Is in, <laughs> yeah, they cannot have self-service in the state of New Jersey, but the station you're talking about, is there, is there one? Yeah, that, it's, up, it's uh, one of Kevin. Does he do your windshield, too? Of, uh, I don't have to do the windshield, but they will, they will pump your gas for you. Ah. Uh, and there are very few of those left where you can pull up and... 
which it was a it was a it was a great idea to have them actually come in and shop. But it was all designed because remember when gas went high. People, there was a name for it. People were pumping and and, and, and taking off. Yeah, it was it pump, not pump and go, but something it. like that. But that's when it really started. But yeah. it was like, no, no, come in and see all the wonderful things we have here before yeah. you pull away. Yeah, yeah. And that was a big change when the when the when the back in the back in the old day, you know, back when I was a little boy, uh, gas margins were high. The, the gas stations made money off of gas, right? And now the margin is so thin, they're, if they make a penny a gallon, it, it's, that's lucky, you know. And therefore, gas is not doesn't drive anybody there anymore. So they try and get you to come in and go. That's why every gas station now has a mini mart of some kind with it. Or they sell sometimes hot food, breakfast foods. Some of the best breakfast foods around town are in the gas stations. Um I'll take your word for that. Nah, what's the one that, that you go to, I go to, down in uh, 29th Street? Um, Schmidt Brothers? Schmidt Brothers. They've got great breakfast sandwiches. I- I'm just telling you. that it's so. Um, but you, remember, you, know, you could trust your car to the man who wears the star, the big, bright Texaco star. I mean, they just weren't a slug standing there. They all had a nice uniform. Someone had a they little had a hat on. That's yes. right. Yeah. Yeah. Here they go, Martha. They're talking about the old <laughs> days again. But, but you know, we are talking about the old days. But it was a different time. But anyways, Randy uh, Chamberlain in his uh, book, uh, Memories, what's it called? Memories from the Mound or Around the Mound, um, has, a, has a little chapter on the filling stations, the gas stations around here. Uh, and, and the other thing is they were on almost just like little grocery stores. They were on almost every street corner. You could find them everywhere, you know, just – Right down the street, there would be a gas station, a filling station. Usually it had, they weren't all, you know, Exxon, Sunoco, Texaco. It was usually like Red's, you know, Bob's filling station. And they would fix your car, too. And at one time, Howard, you know this, remember better than me, Elm Grove had a whole, wasn't it like that in Elm Grove? Oh, my, Gas yes. stations everywhere. Oh, my, yes. On the corner there where um, the Hump Bridge is, or like where the medicine shop is now, Amico uh, was there, I believe. I think you had. I think there were. Uh, now the Monument Place was always there, but I think the other three corners each had a gas station. You know, I can barely Vandeman's remember gas those station days. was there. Remember Vandeman's was I remember there? one right beside the Dairy Queen. I, I can picture that. That was run by owned by the same guy who owned the Dairy Queen, uh, the Dobbins family, Mr. Dobbins, Mrs. Dobbins. Mrs. Dobbins was a substitute teacher for me at uh, Bridge Street School, and. Uh, and when she was, when she would like me, she would give me free Dairy Queen coupons, which I liked. Here you but go, that, Howie. That gas station was run by the Dobbins, who also ran the Dairy Queen. So yeah, and I mean there were others up and down the street. Yeah, you're right. Elm Grove was just just chock a lock full of them, um, and they were. I, I think Vanemans, for example, it probably was an Exxon or an Esso. I think it was Esso before it was Exxon, something like that. But you didn't call it the Exxon station. Right now, if, if I say, where do you get gas? Most of the time, now you mentioned Schmidt Brothers, but most of the time we'll say things like, oh, I go to the Marathon in the Grove, right? Or I go to the Exxon on such and such a place. Back in those days, it was, let's go to Vanemans. You had a place that you, you went you, to, yes. Yeah, yeah, so. Okay, I'm sorry. We're just uh, talking old here. And part of the reason I'm talking old here is because my guest didn't call me. Yeah, where's Jerry Thomas at? We're doing a little uh, tap dancing here. So, uh, uh, you know, if he does call in, should I just ask him, how tough are you? You better be tough, Jerry. We don't take that. Because you you didn't call in on time, and now now you got me mad. 
Did you ever try? Did you, you didn't fight in the tough man ever, did you? You know what? I've never been to the tough man. I've, no? I've, no uh, just, I don't know. That was typical Friday, Saturday night out the pike. It was, um, you, well, I you You could see the tough man contest oh, yeah, right there. on the go street corner. Down in this bar, then go down here, watch another tough man contest. Back in the early days, um, I would go with a bunch of friends, and it was a, frankly, it was just another, another occasion to drink beer. You know, we'd go down and have some drinks and watch people pummel each other. Um, all right, and I'll be honest, maybe. Look at the ring girls. Yeah, they're pretty cute. Yeah. When I worked at the radio station on the hill, you know that one that Donnie always talks about. A uh, romper room? Yeah, a romper room. <laughs> uh, we used to help sponsor the Ring Girl contest. And even though I was not directly involved in Womp FM, uh, I, they would say, you know, we need somebody to judge the Ring Girl contest. Pick me! Pick me! Pick I'll me! Pick me! <laughs> and I would go. I would go and do that. All right. I got a couple of things I want to get into, and I guess we'll do that. I'll take an early break here, and uh, I don't know what happened to Jerry Thomas, but that's okay. Uh, uh, no problem. Um, we're number one. We're number one for the state that smokes the most. <coughs> You're kidding. Yeah. And we're number one. Well, we're really number 50 for education in this country. I'm what are you talking about, Howard? We are the least educated state in America, in America. We'll talk about that coming up as well. All that straight ahead here on the Watchdog Morning Show. But right now, Ohio Valley headlines with Taylor Long. Good Thursday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this February the 15th. 25 Wheeling University students are being temporarily displaced due to water pipe issues. Vice President of Advancement at Wheeling University says, quote, recently the university discovered some water pipes installed when Ignatius Hall was built in early 1990s, but compromised and causing moisture issues. It should be noted that the poibutaline pipe used inside has since been banned in the United States. This type of pipe was pulled off the market just one year after this residence hall was opened when the construction industry discovered the pipes were plastic and were defective and could lead to catastrophic failure over time. More details can be found at WTRF.com. And new information has emerged regarding the indefinite suspension of the McClure Hotel's operating permits by the Wheeling, Ohio County Health Department. The root cause seems to be a problem with the boiler. A manager at the McClure says they noticed the smell of gas earlier yesterday afternoon and traced it to the boiler and called the Wheeling Fire Department. We spoke to Health Department Administrator Howard Gamble, who tells us the building is structurally sound, but the boiler problems have created water issues. Right now, the McClure cannot function as either a hotel or a restaurant. Campbell says they need to fix or replace the boiler, and then the McClure can reopen once the health department and city officials sign off on the repairs. And last night marked a memorable evening of nostalgia at the fire department headquarters in Center Wheeling. It was the final day of full operations there as the demolition of the Center Wheeling garage is set to commence. Last night, some past fire chiefs got together to share their memories and some good food. The fire department has been in that building since it opened back in 1978, nearly 46 years ago. Today, administration offices will temporarily move to the city building. Fire trucks will be housed at the other city fire departments. And the Wheeling Fire Department will open its new building sometime in late spring. That was a look at your headlines. Have a terrific Thursday. I'm Tither Long, working for you.
It's almost time to play ball for a much-anticipated Mountaineer baseball season. Hi, everybody. I'm Tony Caridi. That story and more coming up on today's Mountaineer Report, brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. With the Kroger app, shopping online with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, same personalized deals, same rewards on the same high-quality items like Honeycrisp apples and pasta sauce. With no hidden fees or markups. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restriction supply, see site for details. Kroger always gives you savings and rewards on top of our lower than low prices. And when you download the Kroger app, you can enjoy over $500 in savings every week with digital coupons. Plus, you can earn fuel points to save up to $1 per gallon at the pump. And with a Boost membership, you'll save even more with double fuel points and free delivery. So you can always save big every day with our savings and rewards. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We are now one day away from the opening game of the season for the Mountaineer baseball team, and it's an historic season before it even starts. That's because it's going to be the final year as head coach for Randy Mazie, who announced in the offseason that he'll step down once the season is over. Current assistant Steve Sabins is the head coach in waiting. Now the Mountaineers will open up their season with a four-game series against Stetson. They'll play a single game tomorrow through Monday in DeLand, Florida. All eyes, and rightfully so, will be focused on West Virginia infielder J.J. Weatherholt, who moves to shortstop this season. Weatherholt has received more preseason accolades than any player in school history. West Virginia has been chosen to finish sixth in the 13-team Big 12. That's right, 13 teams play baseball in the Big 12. Iowa State does not field a squad. Also in Florida this weekend, the WVU golf team will compete at the Gators Invitational in Gainesville, the 15-team event hosted by the defending national champion Florida Gators. Coach Sean Kovich's squad opened its season shooting 27 under par at the NIT in Tucson. That's the second lowest 54-hole score in school history. Coming up tonight here on MSN, an invitation for you. We're talking West Virginia University basketball with head coach Josh Eilert from Keglers. We'll be on the air from 6 until 8. The Mountaineers return to action Saturday hosting Baylor. The WV women will be in action. A big game Saturday against first place Oklahoma. That game goes at noon at the Coliseum. That is today's Mountaineer Report, brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. I'm Tony Caridi on the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield. Judge Ron Wilson was born and raised his family here in West Virginia. He is the most experienced judge in our mountain state. During his years serving the citizens of Hancock, Brook, and Ohio counties, Judge Wilson was selected to sit on the Supreme Court, was voted Judge of the Year, and was selected in 2023 for judicial excellence. Let's keep Judge Ron Wilson. I'm Judge Ron Wilson, and I respectfully ask for your vote. Paid for by the committee to keep Ron Wilson judge. How tough are you? It's the 43rd annual Budweiser Tough Man Contest. Co-sponsored by WTOV9, Eagle 107.5, Wheeling, Ohio County, CBB, Thomas Auto Centers, The World Gym, Jill's Gentleman's Club, A Class Act, ICR Equipment Rental, Sales and Supply, and Honda Direct Line. Coming February 16th and 17th to Wheeling's West Banco Arena. If you think you're tough enough and willing to get in the ring and prove it, sign up to fight at WBToughMan.com. Ladies, if you want to be a ring girl and strut your 
stuff in the ring, sign up at WVToughMan.com. Tickets go on sale this Saturday at the West Banco Arena box office or online at WestBancoArena.com. It's the 43rd annual Budweiser Tough Man Contest coming February 16th and 17th to Wheeling's West Banco Arena. Planning to stay in Wheeling Tough Man Weekend? The Wheeling, Ohio County CVB is offering special hotel rates for Tough Man fighters, ring girls, and fans. For details, visit WVToughMan.com. Get your tickets today and tough it out. Conversations you care about with people you know. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on WKKX and WVLY. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. And she believes in me. I'll never know just what she sees in me. I told her someday if she was my. I could change the world with my little song. It's 836, 24 to the hour here. Watchdog Morning Show. 27 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 27 at the Highlands. 25 in Elm Grove at my uh, weather station in my backyard. And 26 degrees here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. We're looking for um, a nice day temperature-wise. Going to go up to around 53 eventually. Some showers coming up this afternoon. Uh, probably after around 2 o'clock, the rain will be coming in. Uh, partly sunny tomorrow, but the high only be 39, so it's going to start to cool down. We might see some snow overnight, Friday night into Saturday morning. Not a ton, not a big accumulative thing, but just a little bit of snow. Um, but we'll be in the 30s for the weekend, so... Uh, be aware of that. Um, I, we were talking earlier about the Lenten fish fries begin tomorrow here in the Upper Ohio Valley. Lent is officially underway. Last night was or yesterday was Ash Wednesday, and I asked. I, I said I thought I had seen, and my friend Mr. McCabe sent me the info. There is a uh, best local fish fry vote that you can do on the Intelligencer's website. You can nominate your local favorite fish. First of all, they're looking for nominations for uh, the best fish fry here in the Upper Ohio Valley. The nominating period is underway right now through March the 10th. Then the voting period will be March 13th through the end of March. The winners will be announced on April the 7th. And they'll do it in different categories. Uh, Favorite fish fries, restaurants, churches, and fire departments. So if you have a favorite fish fry you want to nominate, this is not the voting, this is the nominating. Go to the Intelligencer's website, uh, intelligence, theintelligencer.net, and uh, place your vote. Restaurant, church, fire department organization. You said $7 is yours? It is. I, I really enjoy it up there. Uh, great fish, and the, the baked goods are really, really, uh, I mean, they're out of this world, Howard. All right. So pl- nominate your favorite restaurant, church, or fire department for fish fries now, and then in a couple of weeks you begin to vote on the ones that you have nominated. So keep that uh, keep that in mind. Let's check in and see what our good friend Gene has been up to. Well, Gene, we haven't heard from you for a while. Good to hear from you, my friend. How are you? Well, now let me tell you something. Okay. A couple of things I got on. Couple of things I got on my mind. I'm tired of listening. I don't. I don't live in West Virginia, but I'm tired of listening to West Virginia. It's such a bad state. I don't know who picks this stuff, but they're goofy. That's number one. Number two, I got. I got something for you. That'll blow your mind. All right, blow my mind. Saturday, buddy. Saturday, I'm, I'm 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 waiting for the Super Bowl, right? And and it's it's it's, it's amazing. So I turned on the TV, and all we have is Super Bowl, Super Bowl. So I turned on Perry Mason, 
Are you ready for this? Yes, sir. I saw a Perry Mason that I've never seen before. Really? Yes. Must be the lost episodes. Perry Mason, the lost episode. I sat there in amazement. I said, my God, one I haven't seen. I think I've seen every episode, but maybe there's something I've missed. I don't know. Because I, Nancy, well, and I, I, we started watching them from the very first episode. We've gone through like five years of them, just one after another. So, Oh, I watched Matt, Matt Locke, Perry Mason, and Murder, She Wrote. I watch them all the time. I've seen them a thousand times. And when I come across this one, I could not believe that I was sitting there watching Perry Mason that I never saw. Now, let me ask you this, Gene. Whether you saw it or didn't see it, did you? Were there any great surprises in there? Did you? Did you not know how it was going to end up to begin with? I mean, Perry Mason is pretty formulatic, right? I don't care whether you've seen that particular episode; they're all pretty much the same. Oh yeah, they're all the same. But it was one I never saw. I couldn't believe it. All I've right. been watching it for all twenty right. years. Very good. Now you got now, and just think there might be more out there. You've got something to look forward to. Maybe you can find more of the lost episodes. And we West Virginians uh, appreciate you sticking up for us, Gene. <laughs> even yeah. even though we're we're all a mess over here. All right. Oh so, yeah. All yeah. right. Anything else from you, my friend? No, that's it. Thank you. Thank you, Gene. Nineteen to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Now I don't argue with Gene. I really don't. No, don't argue. With I Gene. don't argue with him. However, however, he says, you know, I, I don't know why y'all say about bad stuff about West Virginia. I mean, I love my state. I don't love the way it's being run these days, but I love my state. But let's be honest about it. We are the fattest state in the union. We have the most diabetes in the union. We are, I think, second from last in heart attacks in the union. And two new reports just came out uh, this week, a couple days ago, uh, analysis of CDC data finds West Virginia has the highest percentage of smokers. Well, that didn't state. surprise you, did No, it? it doesn't surprise me at all. But I'm I mean, just... you and I both watch people smoke with oxygen hooked up to them <laughs> in this state. I am always amazed. You know, look, I grew up, as you did, you grew up in a bar. Smoking was everywhere. Everywhere. I grew up in the journalism business where, you know, I mean, it's a, the old cliche you see on the TV and the movies. It's true. Every, every, every I never did. But most of the journalists, reporters, always puff and puff and puff. I was in management at Channel 7 when they decided to ban smoking in the building. Oh, boy. I bet that didn't go very well. Oh, man. You talk about a near rebellion. You talk about an insurrection. We almost had an insurrection. I mean, everybody, these are the old Mark Davis days, and the whole team, almost everybody was a heavy smoker. And when the word came down, Jim Squibb was our manager at the time and said, guys, no more smoking. First, you're going to have heard a pin drop. Then you heard people picking up baseball bats. I mean, it was just, oh, it was a. We provided, uh, you know, smoking, quit smoking classes. We provided all kinds of, of alternatives, but whew, it was a rough time. When I worked in this building back, uh, when I worked for Wheeling National, uh, the, the they had a room up there. It was a it was a smoking room. Yeah. And then it went away and there was some people not happy. You know, those were the ones standing outside freezing. And um, so anyways, so does it surprise me? No, it doesn't. But it's a new study just out this just a couple of days ago. We are the most smoking state in America. Yeah, but we're the nicest too, Howard. We don't get too much of that. But 
Hey, it depends on who you want to be nice to. No, I don't we're think, nice to everybody here. I don't think we're too nice to the transgender people these days. Well, I speak for yourself. I'm nice to them. Oh, man, we, Do you know something that I don't know, Howard? Yeah, I know the laws that are being passed that are going to make them uh, almost have to leave the state to go pee. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, a lot of that I, I is silly. So, yeah. Look, no, I, I hear you. I, I, we are nice people. We are nice. Which, by the way, no, which we are nice people. How do we end up with such buffoons in our legislature? Well, because you Democrats had it so long, Howard, and I think people were looking for a change. And then the Clintons didn't do you any any favors no. by attacking coal. That's what really got the ball rolling. It was really more well. Okay. And I think if you take away those sound bites uh, from uh, Clinton when she was running for president. It wouldn't be as bad, but they embraced Donald Trump because really, she wanted to shut him off, and he said, I'll never shut you off. Things had changed by that time to begin with. It really goes back to Al Gore and steel. It was steel more than coal in the very beginning. Uh, you know, Up until that administration and Al Gore's refusal to support steel— Bob Nay going to Washington. It's a, it's something that uh, McCabe and I will talk about tomorrow. He sent me a note about this. I think he might have editorialized about this. He said it's hard to believe, you know, not all that long ago we had stand up for steel rallies and we would, you know, the Upper Ohio Valley would support the steel industry. And now this announcement that came out this week that the Weirton Tin Mill is going to be idled and you don't hear anybody talking about it. You don't hear our elected officials getting up in arms about it. It's just there it is. Um, but you're but you're right. It it, it, it there, I hate when, hate it when you say you Democrats. But okay, I get it. it you was, you it, you Democrats. It was the Clinton administration, in particular Al Gore, not so much Bill, uh, and then uh, followed up by Obama and Hillary, who who have uh, uh, I won't say an anti coal bias, but who who feel that fossil fuels are are the fuel of the past, not of the future. And so I I don't know. At any rate. I, I concur with you. We are a nice people, a pleasant people, which was why I don't understand how we elect such yabalonis in the legislature. Anyways, back to Gene's point, you know, oh, everything's fine. Well, again, we are the fattest state, the most diabetic state, most heart attack state. New study this week says we smoke more than any other state. And just released yesterday, according to a new survey, West Virginia is the dumbest state in America. Dumbest state in America. I might not be able to help you out with that one. Now, they call it the least educated. That sounds a little better than dumb. But I, if, if I my grammar is right, I think least educated means dumbest. We are the dumbest state in America. Um, well, wait a minute, Howard. Wait a minute. Maybe that means that we're more uh, driven getting out in the workforce instead of going to school and getting degrees and, and that type of thing. Is that, are you buying any of that? No, no. <laughs> I just think, just think to a large extent we're dumb. Um, the most educated states in the I don't have, I don't have a look at the other bottom of the state, a bottom, the bottom list, uh, other than we are, we anchor the bottom of the list. The top five most educated states are Massachusetts, Vermont, Maryland, Connecticut. Now, those all make sense. They're kind of the New England area states. That's sort of the education elite. That And Colorado. 
Colorado's number five. Rocky most, Mountain High, Howard. And most educated. Well, maybe that's it. You know, get a little Rocky Mountain High going. You, you can uh, you, you process information faster. I don't know. Anyways, uh, so, Gene, I, I love you, Gene. And, uh, by the way, thank you for calling. I appreciate it. We Thanks actually, for sticking up for us. We actually asked a couple of days ago off the air. I said, Bob, where's Gene been? We haven't heard from him lately. So I'm glad you called. Appreciate that. Um, but, um, and, and uh, Gene, you are right. We are a wonderful people. Bob is correct. We are, as people, generally, nice people. But we elect some of the dumbest SOBs I've ever seen. Uh, speaking of which, we will talk with Mike Pushkin. He's not one of the dumb ones. He's one of the smart ones. But we'll talk with him about some of the dumb things being done in Charleston. Mike is delegate from Kanawha County and also is uh, chair of the State Democratic Party. We'll talk with him coming up in the next hour of the show. Um, yet to go, I want to talk a little bit about uh, yeah, politics and everything, Bob. We talked about politics in the Super Bowl. You know, it's Taylor Swift and so on. It is staggering. A new survey is out about how many people believe that the Taylor Swift, Kelsey, Travis Kelsey thing was all created by Biden. It's all Biden's. Biden made Biden made him do it. I'll tell you about that and more coming up. The Watchdog Morning Show is underway at 848. When deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands with a full array of quick service choices from McDonald's, Wendy's, Five Guys, Taco Bell, Jersey Mike's, Jimmy John's, Chick-fil-A, or DiCarlo's Pizza. Or you can dine in at Eden Park, Primanti Brothers, Texas Roadhouse, El Paso, or Quaker Steak and Lube. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands, dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be one of the first people in my family to go to college. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I could still hold while I served part-time. That job, along with the benefits I got through the West Virginia Army National Guard, helped me buy my first home. I also know that I'll be one of the first to respond if the Ohio Valley ever needs me during a natural disaster. I'm Sergeant Andrea Gump, and if you'd like to join my team, visit www.nationalguard.com WV for more information, or check out our Instagram or Facebook at WeGuard West Virginia. He has his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Remember when I was young and so were you And time stood still And love was all we knew You were the first, so was I We made love and then you cried Remember when Are, are you just out of curiosity? 
Are you purposely picking songs to make me depressed today? Is that the idea? Well, these country songs have a tendency to do that, Howard, but I thought we'd try to keep yeah, maybe the, you know, the, the, I, the... The country songs that say, you know, like, I love my truck and now she's gone and one thing. But this, remember when, I'm glad I took the chance, I didn't miss the dance. These are things that, these things are reflective songs that I think about a lot at my age of life, you know? Well, I just thought it would be easy the day after uh, Valentine's Day if we did like a country version, Howard. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm, they're good songs. Remember just, when, Howard? Just I guess, but that's I see that's what I do far too much is remember when, and I think about the old days, and I realize, to quote the song that you often play on my birthday. We're three quarters, I'm three quarters gone from the home to the end. We are, and this is a real tough one. I don't care if you're sitting on a bar stool, if you're riding in your pickup truck, but this song right here can get you because uh, we all remember when, Howard. Yeah, exactly. It's eight before the hour here on the uh, Watchdog Morning Show. Frio Stack Auction Service text line is 304-214-1600. We were talking about... Um, pumping gas and uh, we're talking about randy chamberlain and his book the memories of the mound of moundsville and uh, i think the next time he's in here we're going to talk about filling stations gas stations back in the day when you'd pull up to a gas station or a filling station a service station and uh, someone would come out you roll your window down and say give me uh, give me five dollars worth of regular please and they would uh, fill up your tank for you and they'd wash your windows for you and they would check your oil and all that kind of good stuff those days are long 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 gone in those days howard you could two dollar them too maybe even a dollar hey i just need a dollar that would be what a couple gallons three gallons i have a very specific i have very specific memory of my dad at a gas station on 29th street not schmidt brothers was one that's gone now i couldn't tell you where what what, but it was on 29th street the redhead old redhead might have been I very vivid memory of my dad pulling in and saying, give me a dollar's worth of give regular. Give me a buck's worth. Give me a dollar's worth of regular. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Now? Well, again, maybe it you might have been 20 cents a gallon. Or... You couldn't pump a, a dollar's worth right now. But that would get you a little air, you, a little you, air in your but, tank. But if you put the put the nozzle in your tank and went, you'd have more than a dollar there right away, right? You know, a couple of times maybe getting in enough gas just for cutting grass or something. Maybe three, but yeah, I think you're right. I don't... A squirt. Dollar get you a squirt. Get you a squirt at, at best. Uh, anyways, Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Smith Oil pumps your gas in Tiltonsville. It says, I think they do in most. I think that's a that's a brand, if you will, that, that does pump for you, I think. And the is it Clark Station? Isn't that is the Clark Station what's up They're in, kind of big right now up in Tridelphia. Yeah. yeah I, 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 they I, that's to, where I go. They used to pump gas. I know that. So, uh I haven't been there for a while. That was the days of Bud Holly. Uh, I remember that uh, I used to go up there to get uh, get get him pump the gas for me. Uh, okay, that's off the Frio Stack Auction Service text line. We talked a lot prior to the Super Bowl and during the Super Bowl about the Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey connection and how everybody, some people got all upset about it, feeling like Travis, like uh, Taylor Swift was intruding into the football world, and I, I get that argument. And then it became all about how this is some sort of manufactured thing. A new survey done by Monmouth University found one-third of Republicans believe the Taylor Swift-Travis Kelsey relationship is part of a government conspiracy to give Taylor the biggest possible platform to endorse Joe Biden. Uh, One-third of Republicans believe that Joe Biden created this relationship in order to get an endorsement from, from Taylor Swift. Now, I will certainly agree that an endorsement will help him. 
and I suspect she will. But everything is not a conspiracy, you know. No, I don't think they created it either. I think it happened naturally, but I think they're going to take advantage of it. I think, it, you know, whatever it helps, uh, yeah, they'll do it. Yeah, and and listen, I don't know. I was If I'm in the Biden campaign team, I'm subtly either encouraging or at least praying and hoping that she will endorse him, and I think that she will. She did in the last election. What, I wonder what CBS or the director in the booth would do if, if they had like a Biden something. Would they say, "Look, I, we can't show that"? I mean, get that off, or you I think they would just go well, on? Depend, with it. you know, what a Biden T-shirt, maybe something okay. like that, just something with his name. You know, there were there were the conspiracy theories were that uh, during the Super Bowl she was going to go to the fifty-yard line and make a public endorsement of of. Oh Joe yeah, Biden. I thought that was going to happen too. <laughs> I mean, it goes back to this business, and we had some guests on talking about this. There, there are very few people that are more involved and interested in politics than I am, seriously. But everything doesn't have to be political. Uh, you know, we talk, we, the guests we had on talked about how you're, the foods you eat are not. There are Democrat foods and Republican foods. You know, you got to be careful if you're having re- Democrats over and you're a Republican. Make sure you don't. You know, I mean, this is crazy world. What you better be careful with is make sure your president knows her name correctly, Howard. Doesn't call her Tony Swifty or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> On the other hand, make sure the other presidential candidate doesn't say something like, I'd like to do her. <laughs> See, his crowd, that just got him a couple of votes. Uh, you're huh? right. You're absolutely right. Um uh, let's see. I think it's part of a government conspiracy. How about I this? I do her. She looks like my daughter. Yeah, there you go. There you go. How many people remember that? He said he would do his daughter. He would do his daughter. <laughs> I, I kind of remember that. Speaking of, you know, women and all that kind of stuff. In general. We uh, are going to talk next hour with Mike Pushkin uh, from uh, the legislature in Charleston about the Women's Bill of Rights, <clears throat> which isn't. But, you know, there's another Bill of Rights being considered, not in West Virginia, but in Washington State. It is the Strippers Bill of Rights being working its way through the legislature in Washington State. It would create new protections for adult performers, minimum security standards at adult venues. I think that's not a bad idea, actually. Protecting dressing rooms, requiring keypad locks on dressing rooms so strangers can't wander into the strippers' dressing rooms. Requiring this is probably a good idea in many bars. Requiring staff training how to counteract violent customers. Because I've heard there's always been a couple that don't play by the rules, Howard. That you know the one number one rule: do not, do not touch the dancer. Right. I've heard that said. And then I've I've known some folks who just can't ruin it for everybody, just, Howard. Just can't. <laughs> I told your friend. Don't touch the dancers. Um, adult in this uh, strippers' bill of rights, adult dancers would be protected from being abused by, and I'm talking not talking about physically, but by being abused by the clubs. A lot of clubs will uh, charge them money if they miss a shift and so on. So, the uh, strippers' bill of rights. We've got the women's bill of rights we're working on. This is the strippers' bill of rights working its way through Washington State. We know how they do it in New Jersey. Silvio Dante, he just slapped him around a little bit. Solve that problem, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the Sopranos. It's a TV show. Bob is not recommending slapping anybody. That was for Bob. Anybody around? Uh, a couple minutes till the top of the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Howard, you could buy a used quart of oil. Are you talking about the old days, you could buy a used. I don't know. 
Who wants a used quart of oil? Yeah, I don't want that. I don't want it either. All right, ABC covers the world. That's coming up next. A few odds and ends from me, and then Mike Pushkin's going to join us from Charleston for a while uh, in hour number three of the Watchdog Morning Show for this Thursday morning. Can you believe the well, almost Thursday? Not almost Thursday. We are Thursday. We're almost done with Thursday. Once again, this week has sped by. And we've been here every day, right? We didn't have any days off this week. I like that. I like the days off. Grow up and move away. We won't be sad. We'll be glad for all the life we've had. And we'll remember when. AM 1600 WKKL.